Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. The gospel message is all about Jesus. It is His story. It is His gospel. The center point of all of history is the life of Jesus. For Jesus humbled Himself in order to save sinners. Therefore, every believer should be drawn to His story. Today on Drawing Near, we spend time considering some of what the Bible reveals about Jesus. So take your Bible, turn to Colossians chapter 1, and join me for The Image of the Invisible God. As we prepare for our study, join me in prayer. And Father in heaven, we give thanks to you for all that your word teaches us about your son Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the revelation of your word that reveals to us your plan of redemption, how you work throughout human history to bring about the birth, the life, the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father, we know the story doesn't end there. He sits at your right hand, interceding on our behalf, and one day he will return in the clouds with a shout, a loud trumpet blast, the dead will be raised, the living will be raptured, He will defeat the Antichrist, the beast, the false prophet, and establish a new order, a new heaven, and a new earth. He will reign with you forever and ever. Father, we praise you for what we know of this. We thank you for how it shapes our lives, how it saves our lives. And now, Father, we pray that you would open up your word to us, that we may understand better, that we may worship and glorify you better. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Today our focus is on Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. In order to see the whole context of this passage, we are going to begin reading in verse 13. In verse 13 we read, For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. So we've already seen that when God rescued us from our sin, the domain of darkness, he transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. Jesus is God's beloved Son. He is the second part of the Godhead. And it's in Jesus we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So now in verse 15, we learn about Jesus himself. He is the image of the invisible God. When we see Jesus, we see the invisible God. Now, many people do not think about this, but God is a spirit and we who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is invisible to us. That's why it is required of us to have faith in God, because we cannot pull out a picture of him. We cannot show him visibly to our neighbors. We cannot see him visibly ourselves. 
He is a spirit. He is the invisible God. But when God sent Jesus into this world, he sent his image. Jesus says, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus and the Father are one. All things that Jesus said, he heard from the Father. So Jesus is the image of the invisible God. If you want to know what God the Father is like, you need to look at Jesus. He is his image. And I think that's one of the most amazing and wonderful things about our faith. We don't have to wonder about God, who he is, what he's like, how he responds to this or how he responds to that. We can see his gentleness, his justice, his love and mercy and grace, his uncompromising attitude regarding sin and righteousness. We can see all of these things in the person of Jesus Christ And what we see are all of the characteristics of God made visible for us. He not only is the image of the invisible God, the Bible says he's the firstborn of all creation. In order to understand Jesus, his nature, his person, we need to understand that there are essentially two parts to Jesus. That doesn't adequately describe it, but we're going to use that. There is the eternal Christ the Word of God, the one who has always been with the Father, who is from eternity past to eternity future, the one who has no beginning or end. He, like the Holy Spirit, has eternally been with God the Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. He was not created. He has always been. But then there is the second part of Jesus, the visible part of Jesus for us where he is born in Bethlehem, where he is created. He is the seed of God, born of a woman. In this sense, Jesus is preeminent among all creation. He is the firstborn of all creation in this sense. So Jesus, as the Logos, the Word of God, is eternal, past, present, and future. And yet Jesus, the man, was born in Bethlehem. And so we have those two things opposed to one another, giving us greater understanding of Jesus. So he is the image of the invisible God, and he is the firstborn of all creation. He not only is the firstborn of all creation, but because of his life, because of his sinlessness, his sacrifice, death, burial, and resurrection, Romans 8 tells us he is the firstborn among the believers, among the brethren. He is the first. He is preeminent. Then in verse 16 we read, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. We need to emphasize this. Chapter 1 of the Gospel of John emphasizes this. Jesus is creator, for by him all things were created, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In this passage, Colossians chapter 1, we're told again, for by him all things were created. And then the details are this, all the things in the heavens, above the earth, all things on the earth, all things that we can see, and even all the things we cannot see. And he didn't just establish humanity or creation, the beasts, the creatures, the land, the sea, etc., but he created the thrones 
the dominions or rulers or authorities. Some see this as the earthly thrones and dominions, and I clearly see that as well. And others see this as the powers of the air, that he not only created humanity and our realm, but that he created the angels and the angels who would fall as well. He is the creator of all things. Jesus has created everything that there is. When we hear the gospel message, it is the gospel of Jesus as creator, redeeming, buying back all of us whom he has created in his image and likeness, buying us back for himself and for the Father. And we are told at the last part of verse 16, all things have been created through him. That illustrates for us that the Father creates through the Son, and all things have been created for him. What a wonderful statement. You and I, along with everything else, have been created through Jesus and for Jesus. And therefore, Jesus dies on the cross to redeem those who were created for him back to himself. I greatly appreciate knowing how much I mean to the Lord Jesus, that I am created by him, that I am created for him, that even as I sin and fall away from him, that he dies on the cross, is buried and resurrects, not only to redeem me back to him, but according to the gospel of John, that I may be with him and see his glory in eternity. Praise the Lord for this passage. We need to spend more time reading, contemplating, meditating on this passage. It needs to draw us further, not only into our understanding of Jesus, but our worship of him. And the result should be that we steadfastly follow him with all of our heart. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you again for this revelation. Father, it is a wondrous thing to think about your revealing to us your work in creation and redemption, and they go hand in hand. You don't give up on us. You work continually. You're patient and long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but all come to repentance. Help us to turn away from our sin and trust in Jesus, not just on the day that we're saved, but help us to continually turn away from sin and follow Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.